Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice coming to you. Music advice coming to you. In this holiday, let me finish. Okay. In this holiday spirited (laughs) season. (laughs) That is a long ass tagline. Music advice coming to you in this holiday experience. Well, I've decided it's not going to be a tagline anymore. Okay. It's just going to be whatever. It's just like in a solo. You know, like when you you think, oh, I'm going to play this at that point. It never works out. It never works out. No. Is it time for my solo? Oh, new buttons. Oh, yeah, new buttons. Thank you. That's like a little bit of a precursor to 2024. Yeah, that's uh, from from producer Caleb, that one. Caleb, what is that from? Is it time for my solo? Jazz transformer, transformer from the show (laughs) transformer. That's a very millennial button you put on there, Caleb. That's awesome. Cool. How you doing? Pretty good, man. It's good to see you. Happy holidays. It's been a couple weeks. Happy holidays to you. It has been a couple weeks. Um, we've been having some fun here. It's gotten a little frosty outside. It, it doesn't look like it's chilly. It. This looks like the middle of summer, but it's a little frosty no, here. No, man, in the look at that low ass sun. That is a chilly outside right there. You That's right. Tell. Just That's how right. How bright the sun is. You know that winter sun where you're driving home at like three thirty and it's right in your eyes. I don't call it the sun. I call it the soleil. Okay, the soleil. He's <laughs> Spanish and fancy. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've had an interesting couple of weeks around here yeah i actually it hasn't been a couple weeks i saw you exactly seven days ago plus 12 hours that's true we parted ways on a stage to a roaring sold out audience clapping for us we were like ships in the in the in the in the in the the sea saying goodbye to each other goodbye have a great time in new york city i'll just be over here with my adoring crowd exactly how long did you stay on that stage that was that was a lot of applause quite a on. while yeah that yeah. was a that was a fun night so uh we had played a a week ago monday <laughs> we played a, a our annual holiday spectacular that yeah. we've been doing now did you know this seven times well i i just heard seven times yeah seven? and you are seven for seven for attendance you are six for seven i'm six for seven which is a b plus <laughs> and I'll, let me tell you something man Everybody missed you. Everybody said it was so great to have Peter Martin back this year because you were gone last year. We do our annual holiday spectacular. It's Peter Martin and the 442s. No, no, no. It's the 442s, Adam Manis, and a bunch of special guests of which I am but a minor mere peon. In no, the, you are an important no. cog in that wheel. And everybody said it was so great to have you back. The energy was right. That was our most successful one ever. We was sold it? out that joint. We uh, we, had we a, sold out all right. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> We sell out hey, every year. <laughs> it's a Christmas concert, man. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things we're going to be talking about. Is, that's right. It's selling out. Because I think it's not selling out if you're buying in. Hey, now. Oh, this is, might be a strategy. A Shout out strategy. to Rodney Whitaker for coming up with that in 1994. This is not selling out if you're buying in. Exactly. It's true, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so we uh, we did our annual Holiday Spectacular. It was amazing. We had a great time. Thanks Your new everybody. orchestra was featured uh, beautifully throughout the evening. That was so fun because I was sitting right over by them. I put you on there for per- on purpose, man. I wanted Keep to- Keep me in line. I wanted to impress Didn't you. Work. No, I wanted to <laughs> entice you into they doing something. They sounded great. The arrangements yeah. were great. Thank they, you. Uh, you've, you've come so far- with your arranging, you've always had great ideas, but now it's like you're hitting those, the details of the, like we talk about a hat on a hat, like you've got the good hats on the hat in the arrangements. Like, you know, when to take something away, you know, when to add, when to leave something going with the strings while something else is happening. You've, you've got such a good ear for that. Thanks, and we'll man. be talking about that a lot in this next year, because I know a lot of folks are like arranging and composing, whether it's holidays or not, is such a interesting, I think, combination of art and science, yep. you know, and <laughs> I grit. think, and grit exactly yeah, yeah. And, and and like yeah exactly i think because you've done so much now um but it's 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 grit but like sometimes people do things over and over again but for some reason they don't get better 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And that could be within your practice Man, or I'm certainly gonna, within your composing I'm or arranging. What, so Peter's talking about this orchestra I started this year called Pop, Pop, Pop. We're like a, a modern pops orchestra. Yeah. And I started it for reps, four sets and reps, right. mostly. Like, cause, I remember. You know, I do a lot of arranging for larger ensembles. I'm so blessed to work with the St. Louis Symphony a lot. In fact, I just had an arrangement on their holiday the show. The world's second oldest symphony. Did That's you know? right. No, I, the U.S. is second. I had a, a white Christmas arrangement on their holiday show this past week. And I... That, it was a perfect example of why I started Pop 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 because I got invited down to hear it. Yeah. I heard it one time, and now I have to like figure out. <laughs> I have to figure out how to get better yeah. in hearing the piece once, right? Like because you know, as a as a composer arranger, you get so much limited time with a large ensemble because it's yep. so expensive, you know. And so I got to hear this arrangement once. And like, I was like, okay, well, things weren't, in, there were certain sections where things weren't as big as I thought they were going to be, yeah. or, or sections didn't stand out as much as I thought. Right. It could have been range or the dynamic marking that I, I, I wrote or just, you know, the orchestration in general. And it, I learned so much in that like four and a half minutes, but I was like, man, I wish I could hear it every day for the next week because I'm sure there's so much more I could hear. And, you know, I'm taking notes on my phone about- You'll like, hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm so, I'm very happy to hear you say that, man, because it has been like, it feels like a slog sometimes. You're like, well, I got to just hear what I'm writing with the real players to, to figure out how to get better at it. And it's so rare that it happens. You know? But see, folks, take note to what Adam just said because there's a great lesson in that because it's not that different from when we hear recordings of ourselves play, play, a, an improvisation solo piano whatever it is it's like there's different approaches the 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 approach that you're talking about you know attenuating your ears versus your expectation to how you think something's going to sound like if you're playing a solo and you're like oh i killed it on this part and then you listen back and you're like oh i was rushing or yeah oh it wasn't it didn't have the vibe that i thought it was like that's a way to growth Sure. Like that's the pathway to growing because you're starting to line up your ears with the reality of what's going on in, in real time. That's right. Whereas some people listen and they're like, oh, that just didn't, they didn't play that right. Or like, like a more rigid, less kind of growth mindset attitude towards how your music's coming out of other people playing it. Same thing when we're playing it too. That's like right. we have to kind of remove ourselves a little bit from That's the right. process you have if to let we want go to grow. It, for sure. You yes. To, even if yeah. you're, you're talking about- There's the about, reality and then there's the what, what your plans are. It's really hard, I think, for, especially for beginner improvisers to listen to yourself on playback and let go of your, your yourself as like attached to the results of the music, right? Yes. Like I'm only good unless I sound good here Yeah, is a big mistake and it's almost impossible to avoid it first. And it takes a lot of like just personal work. But I think it's like you just said, man, that's super important. So you can just honestly be like, first of all, so you can just enjoy your life and not have to have your results of what you play be attached to your worth as a human being. But also then that you can honestly assess like, oh, okay, like I was going for this and I like that I was going for this, but it didn't quite come across how I thought it was yeah. going to be. And that's only done by direct feedback of what you're, what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're talking today, Peter, about yes. how to manage Christmas gig fatigue, which is, you know, where we're starting off. Uh, at it least. might be where we are right now. <laughs> it is where we are. We are it, as we six days before Christmas. It are is we hitting December nineteenth right now? Yes. As we record this episode, we've both of us have done a ton of gigs in December already. I've yeah. done really a bunch, including a bunch of of arranging and and writing for other people's Christmas gigs. And how do you survive this season? In a lot of ways, it's great because the cash is coming in, man. Like yeah. these are where all the gigs are happening. There's parties happening. There's you know, there's concerts happening galore. So there's a ton right. of stuff to do. All right. So today we're talking about how to manage Christmas gig fatigue, which obviously yeah. we're both feeling the effects from. I think a lot of folks are. Yeah. It's and December I mean, 19th right now. We've been playing a ton of gigs. We've been writing a ton. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's the positive part. You know, it's like when you're tired and exhilarated from doing things, 
versus just tired and burnt out. So maybe we're, we'll, we'll come up with some ideas on how to do the former as opposed to the latter. And I think the most important thing is this is counterintuitive alert. Are you ready, Sir Adam? Um, so I think one of the keys is don't play so much Christmas music, even on seasonal gigs. So your key to managing <laughs> Christmas gigs is don't do Christmas gigs. <laughs> no, 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 do gigs still. Well, first of all, there's overt Christmas gigs, like what we did, the holiday yeah. spectacular. That's meant to be very right. warm feeling Christmas right. music. But we didn't do all Christmas songs. We did some Hanukkah, Hanukkah songs. songs. And yeah. we did actually some secular songs. We did they some 442's originals just about yeah. cold weather. Yeah, I know, but I think we always think that we have to, even if it's a holiday gig, <laughs> people, I've found you can do up to 50% non-holiday songs and no one will complain. Totally. You yeah. know what we did at our 442's gig, Peter? You remember we did Point Sienna. Yes, I lo- I know when I saw that on there, I was like, "This is brilliant, yeah. so Christmassy." <laughs> but it's not. No, it somehow is, and it's not. I I was I was reasoning that it's well, it's close to poinsettia, which is the flower, the Christmas right. plant. <laughs> it's a totally different right. word. So it's. But did anybody complain? No, they love no, it. No, exactly. It's a great tune. But no, I think that things that are like have something. There was something about that groove that was holiday like that was where maybe because we're play because of the placement in the show and that's what you can do like if you've got a bunch of holiday gigs and you're afraid to not be playing christmas songs all the time find a tune like that and place that in there you'll be surprised at how well it works you know also just incorporate some good winter songs in the mix now maybe like ding dong the witch is dead you can't put that in there like you got it's gotta be anything from wizard of oz is fair game is it oh we did that too we did um somewhere over the rainbow somewhere over the rainbow we did Joni mitchell's river which is you know dude was that even a christmas (laughs) gig it's coming on christmas oh that's right Uh, the lyrics 442 song the caves in the cold just because there's cold in the title uh, you can also do things like, you know, uh, In the Bleak Midwinters, a beautiful yeah. hymn. It's not about Christmas, but it's- But it's about the season. It's about the season. Yeah. That kind of stuff kills, actually. We did, um, I produced along with Diane Reeves, her Christmas album about 15 years ago that still, is, I think, is a really, really fun, great sounding Christmas album. But like we did A Child is Born. Great tune. Thad Jones. That's not a Christmas song, is it? No, but, it's, but, it, but it's, it fits the narrative. <laughs> the title, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It forces its way into being a Christmas song. Christmas is about a child born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just have to throw a manger in there and you're right there. That's right. Yeah. Right. Um, glory manager. Remember you hit me to that great the Harry glory Belaf- manger. <laughs> the glory manager. Glory manager. By Harry Belafonte. Yeah, if y'all great- don't know uh, glory manger, add it to your Christmas rep. I think we talked about it last year. That's dude, a great one. Such a good tune. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think just like managing the expectations, because I think that listener, like everybody loves that, that, well, not everybody, but most people that buy a ticket to a holiday program really enjoy hearing things. And, you know, obviously Christmas songs, but they can have fatigue as well because you're being assaulted with like everywhere you go, there's music playing holiday music. So I think it's actually a service to throw in some of these other things that are seasonal, new seasonal delights that can work. A little bit of a side note, always a danger area for me to go into, but it's kind of funny. Did you hear about, you know, the George Michael, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris, last Christmas, last Christmas. Oh, Oh, good. I don't know what you were singing, but I assume. So last Christmas, you hear about this like global challenge to avoid that song? Why? Oh, I, I, that's good. I didn't play it because um, this is a safe. I, it's just like a game. Can you the, avoid not playing? Can you it? Av- no? Can you avoid not hearing it? Oh, from like Dece- from Thanksgiving weekend through Christmas Day. If you how can, would you do that? Well, people are doing it. Like you have to stay home. You have and to do stay people home. Not like that song. 
Well, it's it's considered a little bit overplayed, perhaps. It might be overplayed. I was you know. thinking about adding it to the set list next year, but maybe I won't now that it's... Well, no, no, it's fine. I think it's good, especially if we place it in a different setting. But it's so much so, like when I was up in New York, there was some places that advertised... No Last Christmas? No Last Christmas. So it's like a safe club or bar or restaurant to come into. Because if you hear like more than three seconds of it, you're out of the game. You know, it's kind of like, you know, doing the brackets for the final four. It's a game. No. I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's a game. That'd be fun, actually, if we did it next year and the game was still going on and we just said, <laughs> we're about to play last Christmas. If get out. Like, if you... Please leave the hall. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's my first one. What do you, what do you have? It's just to play less. Yeah. Like, my, my. For avoiding Christmas fatigue. My, my advice for avoiding fatigue of any kind is, and I have to do this myself, and I've been doing this really since around Halloween, man, is when. Like all of these writing gigs really kicked up um, and just my, I got really, really busy with things outside of open studio. And then I have all the stuff that I love to do here at open studio. And like, I have to remind myself that this is my life. So, so oftentimes we will get into the habit of being like, okay, well once, like I, right. I, I did it. Here's what I did. My last Christmas gig is on December 17th, which was two nights ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I circled it on my calendar. Okay. That's my last gig. Once I get past that, I'm good to go. And I had to stop myself and be like, no, 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 no. Like, this is not something that we're like, once this happens and once I get to here, then I'll be fine and I can relax. Because I know from experience now, I've been around the sun a few times. I know from experience that once I get to December 18th, I don't feel like, ah, all done. Right. There's something else that's going to come up. There's And there is already. Like, there's something, there's other things to shoot for. And I also know that if there's nothing... After about three days, I get bored and I put stuff on my calendar because right. I want to do be want to do be doing stuff. Um, do be do be do be do be do be doing stuff. But uh, my advice, and I, I reminded myself all season this season, uh, is to just remember this is your life and to enjoy it. This so, is what we signed up for. This is what we signed up for. Yeah. And even though you're busy, and even though you wish you had a little bit more time to yourself, yeah, in, like don't get grumpy because you've overscheduled yourself if you can help it. There's right. you know feel your feelings, but just remember like. This, everything we're doing, this is our life. And yep. if we are just constantly looking down the road, well, once this is over, then I'll, I'll have a rest. Then I'll be rest. happy. Yeah. Then I'll be great. Right, because that's, I, I, I do this too, Peter, whenever I have a vacation coming up. Because mm -hmm. it's so easy to be like, oh, if I could just make it to vacation, then I'll be sitting on that beach just chilling. The problem is, in the past, I do all that. And then I get to the beach and I'm so, I've already program my, programmed myself to be looking far into the future, right? Like I'm, I live my life thinking down the road. Yes. So then I'm on the beach, I'm thinking down the road and I'm not enjoying the beach in front of me. Right. So just enjoy what's in front of you, even in the busy times, like appreciate it, have some gratitude for the work, for the people that you're working with most of all, yeah. for, the, for the fact that you get to make music yeah. every day, for the fact that people want to pay you to come and play their office Christmas party, even if right. those can be a drag or whatever, whatever it is. Lame gigs can still be amazing experiences if you're in the right frame of mind. Well, and think about this, like looking forward to something else, like you say, to sitting at the beach. For a lot of people, like especially, I'm, I'm thinking the 442's Holiday Spectacular, like that's their beach. They're looking forward to that. They've got that thing circled right. on their calendar. So we have to remember right. that even for us, when it gets into the grind, sometimes it's like, oh, when I, if I can get past this. It's like, no, that is the destination. Yeah. Everybody's is different. But I think that that always brings me back to thinking about that and you know, having just done these gigs at the Vanguard, which actually <laughs> that's trick number three. Yeah, don't well, play any Christmas. We play no for, Christmas for last. music. Saving that for last. But even that start. I mean, surprisingly, starts like you're. It's it's a lot. It's yeah. like a lot of like you're playing every night with like great musicians. That I have to remind myself, like that's what I signed up for. It's gonna be 
tiring because it's exhilarating for sure because there's energy in the yeah. room like it's packed every night like yes if i was playing with a bunch of crappy musicians in a in a bad club in of which there was sparse attendance i would i would expend a lot less energy is that really what i want you know so yeah. it's like you have to understand what goes with this and like so i have to circle every one of those sets as a as a great destination because each person coming to that a lot of them are doing that they're not there at every set like each one is a special thing um, and even if it's not, we want to make it special for them. So I think around holiday times, because it's such a destination for people, all these different kinds of events, and it's so special, they're not going to be jaded. They're even more so in... That's why I think people are in more of an entertainable kind 100%. of a mood they're, during this time of year. for a good concert. Yeah, yeah, so we need to align ourselves with with that, with serving in that way. But it doesn't have to always be done in the typical ways. We can also care for our mental health, you know, yeah. by, by changing it up. Sometimes we, you know, what's fun, I know for us is just like different arrangements on old classics or whatever. Of That's course. fine. It doesn't have to be, yeah. you know, just the way people are expecting. But I think that getting even more into the service mentality at this time of year can help us to really not only get through and that's i love your thing of like framing not just as like oh let me endure this it's like how do we thrive during this time 100 you know? percent, yeah i mean the, it's almost a cliche at this point a lot of people have probably heard this but it's like you know you start off as a child and it's like well once i get past elementary school i'll be in middle school and then i'll be yeah really cooking and then when you're in middle school you're like well high school is where it's right. gonna i get to like do music and sports and theater and then when you're in high school and you're just like, well, I need to get into a good college and then I'll be set. Once I yeah. get into this good college, you get into a good college, you're like, well, this is fun, but I know I'm going to need a good job. And once I have a good job and then you get a good job and you're like, well, once I have a family or a right. house or whatever, then I'll be set. And then right. you get a house and you're like, well, uh, let me get another I'm family. I'm going to need another <laughs> house or another family or whatever it is. And then I'll be set. And the, and the cliche is, is then you're, you're basically just like putting off your own happiness yes. for, for some imagined incredible future. Yeah. And then you're just sitting there on your deathbed and you're like, well, I guess I can be happy now. <laughs> but you could <laughs> right. have just, if, if you are able to stay present in the moment, set your life up so that you're enjoying everything that you're doing, including work. You know, constant work is guaranteed. Constant yeah. work and death are guaranteed in, in the life. So yeah. work is going to have to happen. Enjoy, learn how to enjoy that. Design your life around like truly enjoying and, and getting some fulfillment out of that. If you're truly miserable, you might think about what you're doing. Right. Right. But if this right. is like what you want to be doing and you're still like, oh, but I'm too busy and I, maybe once Christmas is over, I'll be whatever. Enjoy where you're at, man. This Absolutely. Is, this is the time right Absolutely. now yeah. as you're hearing this. Yeah. And just the only thing I would add uh, that we can use beyond just the holiday time as well is like, think about this same kind of attitude with your practice, with your development. Totally. Because it's the, 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 these are the kinds of ways of thinking like we always think about like how do i practice the scales or like we got this new fingering or this new way to optimize and those things are important but they're not like those are more for to solve specific problems the overall thing in terms of like happiness and thriving with music like kind of the top level like what are we trying to do we're trying to get better or are we really trying i mean like yes we want to get better as players but that's not even the top level it's like we want to be joyful in our development we want to bring joy to others and ourselves through music. That's really what the ongoing goal is. So we don't want that just to be a destination in terms of like, once I'm good, I'll be able to bring joy to people and then I'll complain because I'm playing, having to play holiday music or whatever. But it's, it's also like, how do we, 
how do we thrive and enjoy our practice? And so the practice we know becomes a grind, but how do we turn that grind into like, man, this is so great. I'm getting these sets and reps and nobody's seeing me do this, but I know even if I don't feel like I'm getting, but like, just like you're in the gym, it's like, you're actually getting weaker before you get stronger. It's like, ugh, those last reps are, I love how I, I'm not even in the gym, but I, I love, I love how I, I have such an insight into these things. Um, but I think that that kind of, same thing we're talking about the holidays. If we can apply this to our practice, and I know this is an ongoing theme for us and we'll be here at the podcast, is really fun. And I think one of the best gifts we can give everybody this holiday season. That's a great, did you guys hear that? <laughs> what a Christmas monologue. And Scrooge opened the windows and said, Merry Christmas, everyone. I thought Scrooge was bad. Is he though? Is You'll he? hear it. <laughs> You'll hear it.